from Pune this is Adventist World Radio Hello and welcome to our international English service In our program today we have music from heritage singers and Malashenko family singers A nature study on dragonfly followed by a story for children entitled What did the robbers see We end our program with a bible theme Can sincerity guarantee salvation I am Sharad I'm Anita and you are listening to Adventist World Radio the voice of hope We start our program with a song Through it all Oh, 
listening to a song by Heritage Singers on Adventist World Radio. And now Vani will bring a nature study on dragonfly. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Psalms chapter 91 verse 3 Dragonflies are very interesting and helpful to us. They have four crystal clear wings that have veins running through them. As tiny as these veins in the wings are, there is a blood supply in each. Remember, blood brings life. With these four wings, the dragonflies can move along at speeds of up to 50 miles per hour. It can climb straight up, dive straight down, and hover like a helicopter. Each dragonfly has its own territory. It flies back and forth to protect its territory and keep other dragonflies from entering its domain. Mosquitoes are the dragonfly's favorite food, and that is the reason it is so beneficial to man. It keeps down the number of mosquitoes. Dragonflies have two large eyes, and the thread-like neck permits the head great freedom of movement. These two eyes take up almost the entire head. Each eye has from 10,000 to 25,000 facets that is small seeing units no wonder it is difficult to catch a dragonfly however if we can sneak up on it directly from the back and if it does not turn its head it cannot see you it has a blind spot in the back of its head from the front to the sides it can see everything Satan knows that each of us has at least one blind spot or weakness. It is through this blind spot that he tries to tempt us. With some people it is music, comic books, novels, mystery stories or other things. With others it might be movies, TV, clothes, jewelry or appetite. David stated that God would deliver us from the snares of the devil. Today pray that God will take charge of your blind spot whatever that may be so that you will not fall into temptation without his help we might think we can do it ourselves but when satan tempts us we may fall god will watch our blind spots for us if we ask him to do it thank you wani for being on our program next on our broadcast is a story for children entitled What did the robbers see told by our friend Diamond Hello everyone I'm happy to be back with another story At a school in West Africa Comfort had learned to cook and sew and do simple arithmetic but best of all she had learned about God and how to pray If ever you are in difficulty or danger pray to Jesus and he will help you advised her teacher He also gave Bible examples such as Daniel in the lion's den and Paul and Silas in prison. These men were great and good, thought Comfort, but would God help her? After finishing the school, Comfort went into business for herself as a traveling trader, selling small articles in the villages. When her stock was exhausted, she put her money into her purse and went back to the big town to replenish her supplies. One day she had sold out rather quickly and as a result she had concealed in her brightly colored dress 
a considerable amount of money. On the narrow jungle path, she sang hymns as she walked. Suddenly, she saw a rough-looking man approaching. He stopped her. Give me your money. I want it. Comfort looked around, but no one was there to help her. Again, the robber demanded, I'm in a hurry and I must have your money. How much do you have? What I have wouldn't be much to you, but it's everything to me. I don't know what I shall do if you take it. Comfort tried to keep up the conversation, hoping that someone would come along. The robber grew impatient. I'll give you only a few moments and then I shall take your money by force. Comfort wept. If you really are going to take it, I have just one favor to ask. May I pray to God about it first? The man scoffed. That's all right with me. If you want to pray, go ahead. Comfort knelt down, closed her eyes and prayed aloud. The man laughed, but suddenly he stopped. Comfort feared the man had drawn a knife to kill her or that another robber had joined him. Terrified, she opened her eyes and then looked around her. The man had vanished. The reason? Out of the long grass, a man had appeared with a gun in his hand. Comfort believed the hunter was an angel in disguise. She discovered for herself that her God could help even when deliverance seemed utterly impossible. You heard a story by Diamond on AWR. To know more on our program, do write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number Seventeen, Pune, four one one zero zero one, Maharashtra, India. Stay tuned for our song, God and God Alone, by Melashenko Family Singers.
Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. Elizabeth, you talked about pastors trying to take other pastors' members, and I refer to that as sheep stealing. What, what do you have in mind when you're talking about this stuff? Well, actually, um, I have had a sad experience um, watching pastors being territorial. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was sad for me because we were planning an evangelistic series in a large city. Mm-hmm. And we got all together, very excited to tell the local pastors about it. We were looking for a venue, you know, to... to yeah. So a lot of pastors were supposed to be joining in on this and yes, yes. pooling their resources to make this happen. And all of a sudden, this personal agendas came out. Like, well, that venue is too close to that church. So people that get converted are going to go to his church and then they're going to come to my church. And, and I so was it so... wasn't so much about being excited about creating Christians and, and true believers of Jesus Christ. It's which church are they going to go to, Yes, right? it was this jealousy and... and I realize that all of us are human, and sometimes we have our personal agenda above God's kingdom agenda. And that mm-hmm. happens to many of us in many circumstances. But when it has to do with the preaching of the gospel, don't you think we should all be just, you know, leaping with joy when somebody becomes a convert? Absolutely. In fact, you know, I although in our teaser I called that sheep stealing, I also told my, my fellow pastors from uh, the area churches, I said, hey, listen, if, if I've got a member that you think you want and you can get them, go for it. I said, mm-hmm. it's hard to steal well-fed sheep, but still, <laughs> you know, go for it. If they would be happier at your church, then I'm happy to mm-hmm. have them there. That's quite all right. In fact, I even sent a list of inactive members to my area pastors. I said, hey, I haven't been able to get these people to church. You try. Mm-hmm. If they can go to your church, that'd be great. Because you know, for me, it's about getting people in the kingdom. I actually had the happy experience to see pastors exactly do that, right. work together to bring people to the kingdom. You know, one of the things I love about our team, a Voice of Prophecy, is that that we're united with the goal. And I remember our uh, director, Fred Kinsey, when he said in one of our public meetings, it's incredible what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit. That's right. You know, because we are all here to give God honor and glory. And in this story that we're going to see today, 
some people start getting jealous that the crowds are following Paul, and they just can't handle the fact that he has success, and they stop the growth of the kingdom because of that, and then Paul turns to the Gentiles for good, you know? Well, let's take a look at our passage today. We are studying through the uh, the book of Acts, and let's look uh, at chapter 13 today, Acts yeah. chapter 13. We start in chapter 13 in the Church of Antioch. The Church of Antioch is the first church that shows a real interest in Gentiles outside the Jews. Mm-hmm. And actually... And basically a Gentile is anyone who isn't a Jew. Correct. Anybody that in some ways was mm-hmm. an outcast to the Jews. Mm-hmm. And it is in this church that the book of Acts tells us that it was the first time that Christians were called Christians. Yeah. It was meant as a term of derision. All you can talk about is this guy Christ, and you're followers of Christ, you're Christians, and they said, you know, that's a pretty good name for us. We, yeah, are, we are Christians. We're that's Christians. right, because see, people that followed Herod were called Herodians, mm-hmm. and people that followed Christ started, you, you belong to Christ, so you're a Christian. Yeah. And it says this on chapter 11 of the book of Acts, verse 26, when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch, and for an entire year they met with the church and taught considerable numbers, and the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. So yeah. this Church of Antioch in chapter 13 will send Paul on a missionary journey because they have this desire to go outside the boundaries. You know, it is nice when you see a church that is so interested in the kingdom issues that they're not as focused on what is happening in their local area. They're willing to put resources into a missionary endeavor that affects not their local area, but maybe some other area across the world. And that's what they were willing to do with the Apostle Paul. They said, we want this gospel of the kingdom to be spread to all the world, not just here, but through all the world. And so they put their resources there. And so they will send Paul out. And he starts from Antioch in a province called Cappadocia. And if you follow him, he will go to the island of Cyprus. Then he will go to Perga. And then he comes to another city, also called Antioch. And now we are in verse 14 of chapter 13. And he goes on the Sabbath day to the synagogue because he hasn't turned to the Gentiles yet. And they go to the Jews and they're going to preach Jesus to the Jews. And verse 14 says, But going on from Perga, they arrived in Pisidian, Antioch, and on the Sabbath day they went into the synagogue and sat down. After the reading of the law and the prophets, the synagogue officials sent to them, saying, Brethren, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, say it. Paul stood up and motioning with his hand and said... And then he starts into this sermon. It's a beautiful sermon it that is. starts from the beginning of the history of redemption. It goes all through David and the Which whole... is the same pattern we've seen him and others use. Peter used the same pattern, especially when speaking to the Jews, reminding them of the history of the Jews and God's interaction with, with people throughout the beginning of time. Yeah, this his, is what uh, Jesus actually them. taught them. Luke that 24. all the law, the prophets, and the Psalms were about Jesus mm-hmm. and that they should always preach in that setting. So, Which uh, is what, exactly what they're doing here. They're taking and showing from the Old Testament how all of it testifies of Jesus Christ. So he ends up telling them about Jesus. Now, don't forget, this is a synagogue, right? Right. So he says in verse 23, from the descendants of this man, David, he was talking about, Mm -hmm. according to promise, God has brought to Israel a savior, Jesus, and then he preaches Jesus to them. And actually, he has a great result. Uh, At the the end of that section in verse 43, says that the synagogue 
was accepting Jesus. Mm-hmm. And and uh, do you want to read it, uh, Mike? Do you have it? Uh, yeah, it says, Now, uh, when the meeting of the synagogue had broken up, many of the Jews and of the God-fearing proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, were urging them to continue in the grace of God. So and they're ha- having a great deal of success here. A great People deal. People are accepting the gospel. In the previous verse, verse 42, says that they asked them to please come back the next Sabbath and keep mm-hmm. talking about this Jesus. Mm-hmm. But then we get this moment of territorialism that we talked about in verse 44. The next Sabbath, nearly the whole city assemble. Can you believe it? Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful evangelistic series, mm-hmm. right? Everyone comes out. Yes, everybody comes out to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy. And began contradicting the things spoken by Paul as they were blaspheming. You know, it's interesting here that uh, they've used the word, the Jews saw the crowds. Uh, remember, they started preaching in the synagogue, and a lot of the Jews became believers. When it's using the term Jews here, it's speaking of just the leaders. It is the leaders, the uh, shepherds of the flock, so to speak, who became jealous. And uh, so that's what the term Jew is, is referring to here, not just the entire race, but those leaders. Correct. And this is the moment that the breakthrough happened happens. Paul says to them, we came and preached the gospel to you. But now, verse 46 at the end, we are turning to the Gentiles. And this Mm -hmm. is the moment where the breakthrough happens. God's agenda is so much larger than their agenda. We are going to break through some boundaries here, says Paul. And he quotes one of my favorite chapters in all of the Old Testament is Isaiah 42, Remember the servant songs, Mike, mm-hmm. when we talked about? Mm-hmm. There are four servant songs in the prophet Isaiah. There are chapters 42, 49, 50, and 53. And they talk about who Jesus would be and how he would minister. And Paul quotes from chapter 42 here. And in verse 47, it says, For so the Lord has commanded us, I have placed you as a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the end of the earth. Now, this he's quoting here from Isaiah 42, verse 6, uh, verse six mm-hmm. is what he's quoting from. Yes. And But, you know, some of this uh, is so beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Verse 3, backing up just a little bit, it says, A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. Uh, This is one of my favorite verses in the Old Testament, when God so tenderly speaks of those that were outcast. And and I'm sure that many of you have felt in the past as, as a bruised reed. As a, as a smoldering wick, like like your fire has gone out and you're just barely there. Yeah, the bruised reed, is, you know, a reed that has been broken over and is just barely hanging on by a thread, about to fall apart. Yeah. He, he's, he wouldn't injure that bruised reed. He's not going to break it. He's going to take care of you. And if you're that bruised reed, you're just hanging on by the last thread, mm-hmm. uh, by your very fingernails. Mm-hmm. God is not there to just pry the fingers loose Absolutely. and let you fall. He is there to heal you. That's Absolutely. what Jesus came yes. for. Yes, and, and so uh, chapter 42 of Isaiah verse 6 says, he is going going to be a light to everyone, to all mm-hmm. the Gentiles, to all the nations, to all the outcasts, to all the Bruce Reeds out there, to all the smaller wicks. You, you know? Remember, we've been talking about the inclusivity of the gospel, the inclusivity of Jesus Christ and his message. It, it uh, runs across uh, genders and races and everything else. But, you know, it's also here saying that it, it is for those who are broken as well as those who uh, feel like they're They've got it together. They're well. They've got their their things going in the right direction. It's for everyone, even those of you who feel like you're too bad to be accepted by Christ. And this is exactly the response that the people get when Paul turns to the Gentiles. Going back to the book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 48, when the Gentiles heard this, that Paul was now <laughs> preaching the gospel to them, the outcasts, the Bruce Reeds, the smoldering wicks, they began rejoicing 
and mm-hmm. glorifying the word of God because finally yeah. it was for them. It, it was wasn't just for the good ones, for the ones that fit in. It was, you know, uh, if you have been a victim of somebody's agenda and they told you you didn't qualify, today we want to tell you that God's agenda includes you. It does. And your response is going to be the same as uh, that which we've seen throughout the book of Acts. When people hear the gospel, when they understand that it is for them, that it means that you are included and you are loved and you are accepted and you are forgiven, your response has got to be that of joy. That's what happened to the Gentiles here. It's what happened to the Jews when they received Jesus Christ. It's what happens to all of us. When you know that you are accepted, then you are somebody in God's eyes, that he has a plan for you and a purpose for your life, that he wants you to spend eternity with him, the only response to that is absolute Absolute sheer, unadulterated (laughs) joy. And if you have been marginalized by religious people saying you don't qualify, that was their agenda. That wasn't God's agenda. God's agenda includes everyone, absolutely everyone. God says he has one requirement for you to enter into the kingdom, and that is that you recognize that you need him. And when you recognize that, regardless of your past, he will accept you. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. I'll sing for the one who died on Calvary Who saved a sinner, a wretch like me I'm told of a home you went to prepare And soon with the loved ones I'll be there Sometimes I feel I've lost my way When the world over me holds way But I can't feel at home Wherever I roam I can hear the voice that calls me home The love of Mary now has grown cold That's what the Bible has foretold And soon when the ransom will be With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You may also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We also invite you to visit our website for these programs, and that is awr. 
डॉट ओ आर जी स्लैश इंग्लिश प्रोग्राम दिस इज योर होस्ट शरद एंड आई एम मॉरिन साइनिंग ऑफ फ्रॉम एडवेंचर्स वर्ल्ड रेडियो डू जॉइन अस अगेन अलॉन्ग विथ योर फैमिली एंड फ्रेंड्स अंटिल देन वी विश यू गुड बाय एंड गॉड ब्लेस यू